June 23, 2023, it's a walk for Pedro show. show happy friday uh, we start off with chasing the train the life excerpt from november 22 1962 show john coltrane and then stinking lizavetta with some go to hell <laughs> and because of those estonian software engineers with their skype invention i got with us people all three members of stinking lizavetta sorry for fucking that up 22 years i'm still blowing clams I was saying off fair to the people. Yeah, well, welcome board first. All right, right on. Right. Big uh, respect to the fly 
Uh, PR people for making the connect. Thank you, Ilka and Shannon people. Literally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, yeah, I was telling these people off air about uh, I had a gig last night. Only missing men gig of 2023, right? Six months. Well, Burton here a couple days. And uh, David Thomas is in a wheelchair, you know, and stuff. So I wanted to show. And I got a fucked up knee. And I almost went off stage a couple weeks ago at the Whiskey. Only a couple tunes, too. And that's like five-foot stage. This was a Masonic Lodge, so. But anyway, I want to be solidarity with him. And But it's hard. To, and I practice and record sitting down. But sometimes, sometimes but it's hard to rock it out. So, Yanni, <laughs> let, let's start with you. Can, please bring your fucking earliest musical memory. My earliest musical memory? There's a fucking echo in here, huh? Going to, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm just fucking with you. I do have an early musical memory. I'm going through my mom's 45s oh, yeah. and listening to, to uh, Elvis Presley and uh, Rockin' Robin yeah. and uh, Neil Sedaka yeah. Yeah, on these, like, 45s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thinking, like, you know, that Elvis was pretty fucking cool. Uh and I still do. Okay. Uh, that, that's valid. You know, what from Pedro's show, there's no hard questions. There's no wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody fart over there? Then I got into uh, that was a big boomer. <laughs> now, let me ask you the pad you grew up in, this one with the 45s of your moss, was there musical instruments in that pad? It was a mandolin. Did you jump on it? I did. I yeah. Did. Okay, down the road, you're going to be fucking lead guitar, so who knows, right? Portent. Uh, what about, what was the first record you bought with your own money? I think it was a Styx album. Whoa. With a Y, right? Yeah. Yeah. Styx with a Y. I think it was the best of Styx. Ooh. Best of sticks. Yeah. Sometimes it's an accident. Sometimes you choose it. What What was the first gig you saw live? All right. Here it goes. Bring. Minor Threat and Trouble Funk. Whoa. Okay. With the so big like, boys. Uh, what was it? What they call that stuff? There was a funk style in D.C. Drop the bomb. Drop the bomb. Drop the bomb. Drop yeah. the bomb. They, it's called the, Go-Go. Go-Go. That's what they called it. Go-Go. And, of course, everybody knows Minor Threat, Brother Ian and stuff. Uh, we wrote a song for the Double Nickel and Dime. Uh, the last one on there is called Love Dance. That pra- Have you ever been at that pad, the Discord house, the original one? They practiced in, in, in the basement, and you had to s- stand in between, you know, the, the wood, the, the leaves or eaves or yeah, it didn't have a lot of headroom <laughs> over there. But we ended up writing love songs. So my, my, Ian comes to all my gigs. He's a beautiful cat. So oh. what about at school? Were you in the marching band, the choir, shit like that? Nah, I was like a secret musician. No, that's it, okay. I, I asked that question mainly because a lot of school systems get rid of the arts and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, you know, I was like the guy that nobody knew played guitar. You know, like, okay. Now, uh, how'd you get on the guitar? Was it that mandolin, or did somebody give you a gift, or what happened? Well, you know, it's. it's I don't know. Point. I wasn't there. That's what I'm asking. But when I get this mind reading thing done, we won't need words. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted I wanted to be a, in a in a band, man. I wanted to I wanted to to. Uh, I know, but there's a b- thing about wanting. Like I want everybody to be nice to each other, but it ain't fucking happening, is it? I mean, how did you make it happen, there, Yanni? Um. Okay. Uh, I had the acoustic guitar. How'd you get that? And I get that. I guess I, I I got my parents to get me an acoustic guitar. Okay. I, um, Is it the thing where you make a list at Hanukkah or Christmas or what? Yeah, like kind of like maybe a Christmas gift. Maybe it was something like that. I can't remember exactly how it went down, but I but they you know they I got them to get me the acoustic guitar, and uh, did you take lessons? Um, not yet. Not okay. yet. I didn't take lessons till I got the electric guitar. Okay. What kind? I got the electric electric guitar. I started mowing lawns. Yeah. I mowed enough lawns to uh, to save up four hundred bucks. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck. And that's a lot of lawn, brother. I was mowing for twenty bucks a lawn. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. And so I, you're a little younger than because when I was a boy, I'm, nobody got fucking twenty bucks a lot. That's fucking Navy housing too, though. One one person got mad at me because they're like, "You didn't even rake it," (laughs) or leaf blower. Why don't they have leaf suckers? I mean, what is this shit blowing shit around and making so much goddamn? What about electric ones? They don't have electric cars. It's got some electric leaf blowers going. That shit's loud. Uh, But anyway, I don't mean a bitch and shit like that. Uh, uh, So. You didn't tell me what kind. For four hundred bucks, it was probably a good one. It was a good one. It was a it was a Gibson Les Paul. Okay. The guy was selling it because uh, it was too heavy and his back hurt. And uh, uh, heavy. and uh, it's a nineteen seventy one Gibson Les Paul Deluxe. And I and uh, so you took lessons for it. And I started taking lessons at this little place called Ken Wheaton Music Center, and. Uh, I sat down in this little room and this this woman came in. Her name was Dee. And she, she picked up her guitar and she played this like just killer bending blues riff. And I just was like, I got to be able to do that. You know, like uh, immediately I was sold. Okay. And I'm still playing that riff. You know, that's it. That's, that's what it. I'm playing. So, then, so you didn't do the thing about like trying to copy songs off records and shit? Well, that came later. Okay. You know, but I, I, I needed someone to just show me you know, how to play a little bit, like how to bend a note. I went right for like, you know, playing, playing those leads, those like pentatonic leads, you know, that was what I, what I went for right away. And, uh, Charlie Christian, do some Lester Young. B.B. <laughs> King was my favorite guy. B.B. King, B.B. King, though, he talks about, you can go to youtube.com where he talks about Charlie Christian. He can run them fucking licks for you. You know, he was the first cat to really... Guitar used to be in the rhythm section. Maybe Alexi can tell you this, but yeah, you guys were down with us and the piano guys and the drums because the fucking horn... It was like the horns bogarted everything. I want to play this tune you gave me, Ultimate Ass Kicking. Let's listen.
stars in our hearts. The stars above shine like diamonds bright, and the moon casts silver gleam. The beat of the drum echoes in the night as we trail and sway to its rhythm. With the stars above and the earth below. Under the light of the moon so bright, we dance with the ghosts of the night and leave behind all our fears and fright. When they embrace, we feel so light. We shake off all of our envy and pain and leave behind all our longings so vain. The music and dance, they guide us to soar.
on the rise. Look at mine, you need four eyes. Why? Because of the size. Me and Mr. Big Tick go everywhere together. In the cold, the hot, in the weather. On the air, we're always more holding. When it gets big, sometimes I will fold it. All you girls with the big booties, it is my duty to bust the cutie. Don't be shy, but don't be slick. Just ask the big question.
Guerre civile, des habits bibliques, de comanabiques, de tanganantiques, épicaniques. Si ou espoir, y'a un parabellum. Ce n'est l'amphithéâtre, ni oracle, peut-être un miracle. Miracle, toi mon peuple qui périt, laisse pas ton frère périr, ouvre ta serrure. Non par plaisir, mais par amour, fuck l'humour. N'ose plus devenir nous théâtraliser, sinon oppose à la neutraliser. Aux omégas analysés par faible, on se paye à les traîtres. Volet, bête, secte, fictif, bien que tu te prétends, maître. Boutique en appel, te pète, n'enfant, la main fenêtre. Masagiste, net, mine net, ok, net.
lost after the storm Looking for a place where they can keep warm My arms began to tremble and my hands began to shake And I've enjoyed as much of this good life as I can take
For Pedro Show, start that chunk of music off, a stinking 
Les Vetta doing ultimate ass kicking. Um, Saint Abdullah and Jason Nazari, brand new. This Patrick uh, Shiroshi joined him on this. He was on the Shiroishi. Sorry, uh, he was on the show and incredible sax man. Jamie Branch, man, we lost her way too young, but they got some stuff out that's coming out. Um, she's on my show a couple of years ago. And she's just incredible trumpet lady, composer. Not, didn't even make 40. Damn. Mm. Well, Charlie Christian, 25, right? Oh, yeah, TB vaccines, right? Very bad, very evil RFK. Okay. Okay, Light Brothers, my buddies up in, in Tokyo, got a brand new tune called Dark Ballet. Schooly D from Philadelphia, Parkside. You guys live near Parkside? I don't know. Do we live near Parkside? A little bit. Five yeah. two five. John Coltrane's house on Thirty Third Street, Strawberry Mansions by the Zoo. I always take my bands there. We're right near there. Okay. Yeah, the Lone Star used to be. There was a gig right near there for a while. Had one of them troughs under the bar. You could piss while you're drinking. Huh? They never had an act. It was from the old days though, because it wasn't active. Damn it. <laughs> it was um, only active when we were there. Okay. Had an odor to it. Troposphere, number seven, brand new album, Gare Seville. That means Civil War, people. Or like some people say about ours, it was not too civil. Uh, Swenson Klein, Century, Canada, Quebec. Sonic Prophets out of North Carolina, speaking of John Coltrane. Going to be all right. Also, who else? Dizzy Gillespie, Thelonious Monk, a lot of cats came out. Uh, I've enjoyed as much as the good life as I can by Jeb Loy Nichols, Samuel Locke Ward out of, I don't know where he lives, but Samuel Locke Ward, Iowa City, E-Y-K-F. I just made an album with him. Uh, He was riffing on uh, T-Rex. He he found out that the first gig I went and saw was T-Rex. And so he made a record inspired by that. It's called Purple Pie Plow, Kill Rockstars, great label. Serpent Underfoot, finally, with Stinkin' Les Veta and Cheshire Bring It, your earliest musical memory, please. Oh, my earliest musical memory is going to make me sound like I'm autistic. I would sit on the floor and kind of beat my my hand on the floor and uh, rearrange the syllables of words so that they sounded like they were pushing syncopation. Like scat. Kind of, Yeah. Um, I was pretty young when I was doing this, four or five years old. So that's where rhythm came from. Uh, You know, know, uh, Alvin Jones has got to go to YouTube. It's it's only half hour long, a documentary, Different Drummer. He talks about the pots and pans. Did you Mm. get into that shit? Pots and pans? Yeah, that was his first drum set. And then his sister, he did the paper route like fucking Yanni. But his sister also helped out to get his first drum set. It's, it's, I, I, it's trippy. He gets into the shit where the drum set's like producer of colors, right? The snare's got a color and hi-hat and all. Check it out. It's trippy. Uh, so that's where the rhythm comes from. I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, first record you bought with your own money? Um, it was either Cat Stevens or John Denver's Poems, Prayers, and Promises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, when you kid, you ain't got a lot of money. That's why I asked that question. And you know what? I don't have any guilt, Mike, about any of that crap. Yeah, but I wasn't judgmental on it. Because I'm an American artist. 
We don't have American, Central American, South American. Which we, we, you know, all the Latin cats don't like us bum rushing that fucking name. You know, <laughs> just just uh, F F Y I. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me ask you this: the pad you grew up in, besides the deck, you slap in the deck. Was there any instruments? No, you weren't tempted. What was the first live gig you saw? Oh, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But actually, I saw them too. I saw them too. I lived in I lived in West Virginia, and mostly what we did was we went to see small shows of uh, bluegrass and mountain music. I used to so, play Mar- the College Town, Morgantown, the Underground Railroad. Yeah, we used to play Morgantown all the time. Marsha, yeah, that boss. They never found her. You know, they never found Marsha. They think it was bikers murdered her over methamphetamine or something. Terrible. Uh, let me ask you this. Were you in the marching band or the choir at school or shit like that? Oh, uh, I was in all the choirs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good, you know, because I think arts should be supported along with reading, writing, and all that shit. Uh, and uh, how'd you get your first drum set? You know why it's called trap set, right? Yes. Contraption. You are correct, Mike yeah. Watt. New Orleans, right? Okay. Uh, I guess Ludwig was the first people to sell them, but the first ones were just cobbled together with whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, so Chinese, you, how, how, Chinese tom-toms. Right, right, right. And gongs, um, gongs. From Turkey, Yeah. for instance. Actually, symbols still come there, right? Zildjian and that stuff. Yeah, a lot of them do. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had a fight, right? So there's Sambia. Uh, yeah. Like, that's why we're into Vamuli values, right? So we can backstab each other after lying about that <laughs> shit. Now, let, let me ask you, how did you get your first trap kit? Um... I was doing some artist modeling for a lady out just outside of Philadelphia, and she had a son who had been playing the New York circuit and got his dream job working, uh, doing, I don't know, advertisement for Coca-Cola. Instead uh, of playing drums, that's a dream job? Fuck. She had the the drums in her uh, garage, and she took me to her garage and she said, my son is looking for a home for these. And you can have them. And it was a Louis Belson holiday model, double 20-inch kick set, and I still have it. I've seen him play. It was Louis Be- Belsoni, right? He shortened his name, Italiano. And he, well, he invented, did. supposedly invented the double kick drum. That's right. Although other, other drummers have been known to take credit for that. I know, I know. <laughs> you need to slap them all a bald spot inside of your think. head, right? <laughs> so so do, I, I didn't get to ask Yanni this because... You know, we only got so much. But uh, did you, you know, I'm not talking graduating, but after school, did you get the garage band, bedroom band, basement band thing? Um, So I was an adult beginner. I started playing drums late in college. And ah, then no, f- that's bitching. You know, Vincent only painted his last 10 years. <laughs> no. I shit you not. And that's why I get into this shit, too, 22 years of doing the show, because I think anybody could start music anytime. So people hear other people's musical stories. You ain't got to be some Mozart prodigy thing. You can just take it up later. Right. Well, I have my youngest student was three. He was still drinking out of a sippy cup. And my oldest student is 72 years old, a beginner. So, yes, you're right. People come to music for every kind of reason you can think of at every age. Yeah, that's Okay. Bring on Alexi, please. How's it going? Alexi. 
Earliest musical memory. How's it going? Fuck, we're doing a show. That's how it's going. <laughs> it's going pretty good. I think. You guys are very interesting. I, I dig talking with you. How, your earliest musical memory, please. Well, Yanni and I were obviously in the same house, but uh, he's like four years older than oh, me. Oh, you got the same. You guys are Greek uh, ethnic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's a older brother, or younger brother. Yeah, he's my older brother. Oh, progenitor issues. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I just said that. One time, he said that about Ashton Brothers. So from I'm the, passing it on. From the same record collection, uh, I kind of latched on to the Billy. Uh, no, you're, uh, we're talking about uh, the question is earliest musical memory. Yeah, listening to records on our parents' record player, uh, Louis Armstrong. Um, you're not listening to the same 45. So there's two record collections, maybe LPs and 45s? Yeah, uh, I was listening to the to the LPs. Fuck that. Was it Louis Do Armstrong? my show, call later. Uh, Go ahead. Was it Billie Holiday? No. no oh, uh, Kay's favorite singer. The other one. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Billy. Yeah, Ella Fitzgerald and, and Louis Armstrong. Satch. Yeah. It was Satch. like the only jazz record in our house. Satch smoked Mota every day of his life, I read. And he had, a, my dad had a lot of uh, um, Rembetico records, you know, like uh, sure. Greek music. And that's. Yeah, that shit's oh, ba- bad. I love it. Bazooki and stuff. Yeah, so that's always been, you know, in the in the back of my subconscious. Okay, and and uh, and were you in the choir, the marching band, or shit like that? Uh, I you got it. I was in marching band and shit like that. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, I was playing a uh, saxophone. Which what tenor, alto? Alto. Yeah, everybody in school. Then they go to tenor, <laughs> except Maceo, fucking bird and cannonball early in the butt load of other that shit. Shut up, rabbit Hodges, uh, Johnny Hodges. Right. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, first gig you saw? Well, that would have to be uh, Yanni's band Pro Tem. Whoa! Okay. And that Pro was Tem. Like, that's a name. <laughs> turned into an all-star band uh, posthumously. So uh, you had Peter Cortner that went on to be in Dag Nasty. Sure. And you had Damon Locks that went on to be in Trenchmouth yep. and other bands. Yeah. Uh, Mark Shellhouse that went. So, where did to... you guys grew up? DC area. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. Okay. So, and uh, Mark Shellhouse was in Beef Eater after Pro Tem. So, Yanni's first band was really uh, the beginning of a lot of stuff that was happening. And what was the first record you bought with your own money? It was Pink Floyd. Um, yeah, I think they made more than one though. A nice pair. Yeah, was that was like... a U.S. repackaging of the Sid Barrett record with. Uh... I'm a gumma or something. It was a misprint, though. Right, right. There's some fuck up. And also, Astromedy Domini, it's a live version with David Gilmore. It's not even the Sid Barrett studio yeah. one. Yeah, so, fucked up. I remember I was, seeing that as a kid, as a teenager. I remember seeing it. It's got a not, lot of nice little pictures, though. And so I, I used that idea for a sock tight album cover. I was, I was there, but I didn't get the whole thing because one side of each record, I think. Yeah. Was uh, was Iron Maiden? Was Iron Maiden? All right, somebody fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie should have popped up and beat the shit out of whoever did that. Well, how'd you get on the fucking bass? Um, I think 
did Peter bring over? The, there was a short scale bass that I think Peter Cortner gave me. Um, it was like a Fender uh, Music Man. And oh, I the just, little ones, yeah. I didn't. I started playing. You know it. what? We ran out of time. We're going to have to continue with you next hour because we ran out of time. I'm so sorry, but interesting people. People, June 23, 2020. Oh, this one's tough. June 23, 2023 edition. Wow, Peter is so special guest. Stinking Lisa Vetta. Hold tight for hour two. June 23, 2023, it's the second hour of Pedro Show.
Very good job, guys. For the next one, take a friend, new or old, in this audience, and play something to them. Keep in mind that we're aiming to be very, very quiet when you're playing, okay? So, you can get closer to them if you want, um, but don't get any louder. or rub use various speeds and rhythms from highly structured to more random. You may use any surface including your own
microbiome. Visualize, visualize yourself as an insect that blocks hops or flies short distances. So you can use a traditional instrument, you can use whatever you want for this one. So we're creating a little insect march together.
Watt for Pedro Show. Start off second hour. Let live from stinking Lizaveta. Robert Carl. There's something live here. It's called Quiet. In parentheses, assisted. It's like, I guess, ball gag or some shit. Dick sock in your mouth. I don't know. GAS drummers out of Spain with uh, La Herida. Papa M. Uh, this is a David Pajo. I saw him last night. He brought a fucking Emmett Kelly. How'd you like your parents to name you after a clown? <laughs> they spell it different, though. Anyway, Long May You Burn. I'm, I'm doing my a version of that for Red Parakeet. He's going to do a, one of my tunes on the other side. Stinking Lizvetta after that. Daily Madness. Okay, so this, uh, do you get into lessons? I mean, I had saxophone lessons. No, no, on the bass. Yeah, at school, they probably, you had to learn those marching band songs, right? But on the bass, I never had any formal lessons. Man, I know I, you know, I took some. I got to tell you, as a fellow bass player, man, I love your playing. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I hear a lot of cats, and, you know, sometimes some cats don't need fucking lessons. <laughs> Not prodigy either. It's just whatever. It's kind of like walking. You fall down a little bit at first, and then, yeah. But it's really good. Now, what I'm hearing with stinking uh, Lizavetta is electric stand-up or, or stand-up through an amp? or Stand-up. Yeah. So when do you make the switch from the Stang? No, it's a music master. Uh, to the uh, a, a double, a doghouse, huh? That's the slang. Um. Well, I had a. I was playing an upright acoustic bass. Uh, yeah, when did college. you first do that? Oh, did uh, you go to college for music? I went to college for uh, just random shit, basically. But uh, um, yeah, I was playing. Uh, someone else had an upright acoustic bass that I was playing, and I really liked it, but it wasn't mine. And then uh, Yanni got this one, the upright electric that I still play. Okay. And. Like, do you hey, call it? Do you ever call it a URB? Some cats call it URBs. No. Yeah. Ac- acronym <laughs> world. You know, if you grow up, I grew up Navy, so there's a lot of that shit in the military. They call it Odysseus's bow. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Nobody else can play it. Why well, it's got? It's it got action where you could stick your head between the strings and the fretboard. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Well, I remember cats telling me, "Don't worry, it'll build up your strength." He's like, "Yeah, you motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, we got to get to the. Well, no, you know what? Let's play shock, and then we're going to get to how stinking Lizavetta got together. Okay.
song in the tooth singing power slave.
Why, for Pedro Shine, Chucky Music Star of Staking Lizavetta doing Shock. And Jan jo- Dan Jones and the Squids. <laughs> Kansas City. A lot, a lot of squid in the Missouri River, right? Well, maybe soon. Rock and Roll Daydreams. <laughs> That's a title. You can't copyright a title, people. Because, like, nobody's ever fucking called their song that before. Have a Nice Life. Or, or that, this demo from, uh, well, actually, the band's Have a Nice Life. The song Sisyphus. Getting all Greek with your uh, your chores, your labors. Except not just 12, it's forever time, right? With fucking Sisyphus. Well, he was all fucking full of his shit anyway. He deserved it, maybe. I, I ain't charged of judgment, uh, justice. Noisuk after that. Sensations of Tone. And then Stinking Les Veta with Electric Future. So, Yanni, how, how'd the band get together? Well, I, I had moved to Philadelphia, and I was like, man, this scene is wild, bro. Lots of great musicians everywhere. And then one night, I went out to a basement show, and I saw Cheshire Augusta playing with her band, the National Wrecking Company. And it was one of the greatest things I'd ever seen. I mean, I had seen the Melvins. I had seen everybody, the Minutemen. You name it. Funny you name it. Yanni, I got to tell you that you mentioned those two bands. The first time we played in Seattle, the opening band was Melvins. (laughs) So somehow you got your fucking psychic fingers in my brain and you're pulling the shit out. Okay, so you dug this gig. Now, there was a, a little paltry music scene in D.C., so you went from one music scene to another one. But you were getting tired of the other one? Yeah, you know, I, 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 Philly was wild in the 90s, man. It was just like, oh, I it was like there, was, there were laws, man. <laughs> it was just like a, a, a crazy town, you know, and, and I just loved it. And, I, and uh, that's the night I saw Cheshire Augusta play the drums, yeah. and I just went about to try and convince her to play with me. Oh, you wanted to make you wanted to make a band. You wanted to make a band from seeing them play, but steal their drummer. Absolutely, that's right. That's how you do it. Okay, so what happened? I mean, wanting and then what happened are, can be two different things. So, well, then I had to convince Alexia to play with us, and uh, that's when no, I, but I, you got I, her to quit. It. You got Cheshire to quit yeah. these guys. I, to quit nothing, man. I was like, just just record a little music with me. That's oh, all. Oh, so it'd be like a side the parallel universe. <laughs> I was just like, but you know, and so uh, 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 eventually that the, their their band did uh, kind of run its course, I guess. Um, what they call but, they, uh, they say followed its arc. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way humans they get into these phrases and words, you know. And then if like 10, 20 years pass that, you're like, you know, oh, yeah, we all say boss. That's real boss and groovy. and yeah, fuck. But yeah. anyway, so you bring your, because Alexi's still in D.C. or is he at college? He's like in, what, Prague. Yeah. He's, he's Prague. in Whoa. Like you know, there yeah. was a great, there was a great stand-up basis from Czech that was in Weather Report. Mm. Ah. Ah. V last name starts before Jocko. Anyway, Jocko. so 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 what do you do? How do you get him to uh, come to uh, from Prague to get to Philly? What do you? What well, do you he do? said he 
only play bass if it was an upright bass. So I, I found this uh, this Morelli bass for sale for a hundred bucks, and I said, "Whoa, I've got your destiny right here!" Whoa, okay. So he comes over, he flies home, and 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 what was the first? Do you already got a name for this proj? Is is it no. already stinking? No name. Okay. We're, we're thinking of like the lullabies and other band names, but then we had the brothers Karamazov with sitting on the on the coffee table. We opened it up and and it said Stinking Lizavetta. And we were like, well that's kinda like a up yours kind of name that we can deal with and let's do it. You they know? were like so, a, a acrobat troop or something, right? Flying Karamazov brothers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There was some kind of like act that traveled around and did like tumbling and shit. Dostoevsky. Are you, are you talking about the because there was a fucking like vaudeville, not vaudeville oh, days, but the more recent. The Brothers Karamazov. Yeah, I know about it. It's about crime and like his other book, Crime and Punishment. <laughs> you know, but I thought maybe a musical act be inspired by another. Traveling Torrent Act. I, I I know of the book. It's very heavy. It's a, it's an argument against uh, nihilism, right? Some uh, philosophers yeah. say about that. Interesting book. Kind of dense. Huh? Maybe the translation I read was fucked. So, what was the first stinking Lizaveta practice like? Uh, um. Okay, too wow. hard a question. What about the first gig? Yeah. Hold on, man. That was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm 35 years our, our older than that. Like 20 times <laughs> since then, you know. Um, the first gig was pretty low-key, just in our in our practice space, I think. We... Well, I always ask that question because you can only have your first gig once. Oh, it's in your prac pad. Okay. And so it was yeah. friends. So would you consider it a success? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell me what happened. You know, like five or six people were there. We we played. And, uh, Did they throw shit? You know, they, I think they kind of dug it. I don't know. It was hard then to That's tell. a success. I mean, did they throw shit? Like... Ocean. Nah, yeah. nobody got that mad. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'll tell you, batteries hurt, especially the D ones. I've been hit oh. with fucking everything. You wouldn't believe the shit I've been hit. I've been hit with... One time the the power went off the first note of the first tune in Vienna, opening for Black Flag, and when the lights come on, I'm got used rubbers all over me, like twelve, thirteen of them. Somebody worked that shit. Okay, um, after the first gig, well, what was the material? Was it all original? Oh yeah. Well, no, some a, guys, some... a lot of guys' first gigs, they're covers. So, like Van Halen? So, right. Anthem, right? Or something. What was their name? They had another name even. Yeah, they played backyard shows with all covers. Pasadena. Uh, well, everybody did. If you were around in the 70s, it was a fucking bleak-ass time. You want to talk Narcissus, they wouldn't listen to shit that was even five years old. You know, kids now will listen to Black Sabbath, 40, 50-year-old band. That's like us listening to Charlie Patton. That shit did not happen. You know, when that show Happy Days came up, I remember that's 50s, but my pop said those weren't fucking happy days. I mean, this shit always happens, right? They market to the next generation. So, uh, can you remember the first stinking Elizaveta song you wrote, Yanni? Uh, 
Are, are you the principal songwriter, or is it a collective effort? You know, just by the numbers, you could call me the principal songwriter, but the, uh, Alexi and Chester have also written songs that have been on the records. Um, I seem to have the most uh, titles, but, uh, you know, we, 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 always, we always look at it as a collective uh, you know, you got to put it through the filter before it comes out the other end. No, no, anyway, no. I would songs. I think it takes an open-minded though, because some dudes. I remember uh, reading the Mike Barnes book on Captain Beefheart. Right, Cooter says it was getting a little brown shirt there. <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the end of the second hour, June twenty-three, twenty twenty-three. This Pedro show special guest stinking Les Vera. Hold tight for hour three. June 23, 2023, third hour. What Pedro show?
Bonjour, c'est moi. Euh, là, on appelait pour savoir euh, comment euh, vous vous organisez demain. Euh, Dominique et moi, on sort. Là, on ne sera pas ici avant ben, ben, 11h30 minuit. Fait que euh, si tu veux laisser un message dans le répondeur, euh, dire à, à quelle heure qu'on se rencontre, puis être sûr qu'il y a du lunch pour Dominique, ou bien s'il faut que je fasse un lunch aussi. Fait que. Euh, pour me dire ça. Il faut que je fasse un lunch puis à quelle heure que tu vas venir chercher Dominique. OK? Fait que rappelle-nous puis donne un message sur le répondant. Bye! Mon petit papa, c'est ta fille adorée. It's hard to see you in this fading light when you're the stars would come out. We've been lost in the night. Oh, when I was falling in love. Message pour Monsieur Léo Louis Fèze de rappeler Madame Dubois et la compagnie d'assurance Fast enough, I could go back in time to where I was falling in love. Merci, bonjour. 
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off third hour. Stinking Liz Veda with Light of Love, Darkness of Doubt. Then Ben Shemmy with The Past Continues. <laughs> Take the K out of punk rock. You got pun rock, Pete. Except that ain't a word pun. That's a concept pun, huh? Uh, Maddie Cicero Weisberg. That's a name. Love it. Oh, yeah. Maddie was on the show. I think he's in uh, either Connecticut or Massachusetts. Earth is a breathing valley. Live. And then finally, Stinking Les Veda. Nomen est omen. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. When do the titles come? First, middle, last, when? Uh, last. <laughs> Almost last everybody time. I have on the show says that. Now, Watt has to start with it because it helps me with my songwriting and have a folk. But, yeah, interesting that way. Uh, especially instrumental music, right? Titles are important. Like John Coltrane, when he writes Alabama, I mean, you could hear a heaviness, right? He even uses some of those licks in uh, Love Supreme, but... By calling it Alabama, whoa! So, yeah, or or one of because I'm reading the Charlie Christian uh, Goins McKinney book, and uh, yeah, flying home, solo flight, uh, special airmail, you know, instrumental music and titles important. The, the, in a way, they're the only lyrics, right? Yeah. So, uh, you guys got a, a new release, right? I didn't know in the timeline of the stuff you gave me, Yanni. So I I kind of went by the shorter songs to the longer ones. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, when they came in the timeline. Was it okay? Yeah, bro. Okay. Uh, and, and so what's the new, the new, uh, the latest thing called? It's out today. Today is the release date, yes. right? Yes. Hey. That's a great honor for uh, you guys being on my show on the release date of your album. Thank you so much. It's called Anthems and Phantoms. Anthems and Phantoms. All right, all right. And, and, and what, what tunes? Have I played any of the tunes? A lot of the tunes, right? I have. Okay. Nomen est open. Oh, that one's yeah. off there? Okay. Played uh, 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 Serpent Underfoot. Light of Love, Darkness of Doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of love. Light of Love was the name of a T-Rex record, right? He made it with his uh, second wife. Actually, she was driving the car when he got killed. I met his son. Roll- his son's rolling bowling. And he might, rolling you know, bowling. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Pop. But he's a beautiful man. Jesus. And But he never, he was one when his Pop got killed, you know. He didn't even make 30. First time I went to England, that's I went to the tree where the wreck. Uh, where did you record it? We recorded it here in Philly in a, in a dude's basement. Uh, his name is Steve Roach. He's known for, like, recording punk bands. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, permanent hearing damage. You get your Ph.D., permanent hearing damage. I got it. That's very clever. Yeah. It's great having 75-year-old guys mix your music. There's lots of highs. <laughs> <laughs> so that we we get those eyes too now. <laughs> and how long did it take you to do it? To, to make it? I mean, we really just you're just listening to like a couple days of tracking, and then you know the mixing took a long time afterwards. But okay. uh, the tracking really only took a, a few days, actually. And compared to the other releases, any difference? This one is more live, I think. Uh, um, you know, we really just used live tracks. I didn't redo, uh, you know, any of the solos or the just used all live stuff. I think uh, I think the, the spiel in uh, the the racket here is scratch guitar. You didn't use scratch guitar. Like you're going to get rid of them, right? They're just placeholders. Yeah. Yeah, sure. When you're listening to it, you're like, hey, man, this is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, some people She's- like. I uh, believe me, I've recorded with Nels Klein. People, hey, I like that first take 
uh, feel, right? Well, he can do it, man. A lot of cats are afraid. So much respect to you, Brother Yanni, for doing that. And uh, respect to the rhythm section for nailing it, man. Well, you know, that's the... Well, respect to you for giving them respect, you know, because that's... Well, you know, in the old days we were saying, right, the guitar used to be in the rhythm section. But, man, it seems like hierarchy's starting to develop again. I'm so glad you're a little brother can fucking kick like Cato. And, Ch- and Cheshire, too. And Cheshire, yeah, uh, absolutely. I had to do a, an interview on a uh, sports, you know, like the Dodgers radio. What are you trying to do with the bass, Mike? And so I'm thinking, how can I relate this to these cats? And I think, well, I'm trying to dance with the kick drum. Dance with the kick drum. Yeah, there you go. Definitely. That's a good one. Because they kind of have the same space, right? And and like those bands without basses, yeah, there's more room in the boat. But fuck that poor, lonely, naked kick drum. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Cheshire, you ever compose on the drums? Yes. Because I really think that's a new frontier. Same with composition on the bass, uh, Alexi. Because we don't have the harmonic, same with the drums, the harmonic content. So the collaborators aren't forced into some kind of corner already like a piano or a guitar written song would do. But we still have the rhythm and starts and stops and shit like that. And melody, too, if we want. So do you ever, Cheshire, you ever compose on? Yes. Sit down with something and just let, like, trance out on it. And usually what's happening, if I'm playing uh, a part, I'm hearing a bass line. So that's kind of where things start for me, if I start from the drums. And, you know, uh, Chico Hamilton could not get songwriting credits. He was a band leader. <laughs> and I guess the notes, the, the notes don't last long enough, right? Assholes. <laughs> Biggest fuck-up Minutemen did was uh, have George Hurley in the back. All the last 20 years, I've had all my drummers at the lip of the stage. Yeah. It's rhythm music. Why be in fucking denial? No, I mean, I'm, you know... By the way, the whole thing is a drum solo, so, like, why shouldn't I be at the front of the stage? (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time... You know, Iggy was a drummer, so him and and Scotty had... In fact, he taught Scotty how to play drums. Stage stuff with the drums, man. The sound man always wants to fight you on that one, like you know. You know, yeah, the snake's not long. Get this, get this. Uh, you know, Ig was a drummer, right? So him and Scott, he taught Scotty drums, so he could be a singer. And one time uh, at practice, he goes, you know, it sounded like a little case of rollitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, you were saying the whole bit one big drum solo, right? Alexi, you, you ever compose on a bass? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's a, just like sit down and f- feel what comes out of my hands and my brain. And Now, let, let, me, let, me, let me run this by you. Dude, say, oh, yeah, he gave me a bass line. I write these motherfuckers. Verses, choruses, bridges, intros out. Oh, no, they gave me a bass line. This, this hierarchy shit, I thought that was Arena Rockville. Fuck that. I I, I do like to write drum parts as well. Um, Can you play drums? But I'll just program drum parts uh, along with my bass lines. But he does play drums. I think, man, if I was like czar of the schools, if to graduate, you'd have to visit another country and then learn drums. Because I think, no, I I think we'd have a, a, a society that was kinder to each other. Anyway, that's just my personal thing. I want to play Blue Skunk. Blue 
Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Start off that chunk. Stinking Les Veta with Blue Skunk. Bass player composed tune, people. Or at least got the fire started. Petrified Max after that with Three Times Gone. Troopa Troopa out of Poland. That's a SoCal band. Troopa Troopa from Poland. And that's a... a Kvitnik. That's a word. Kvitnik, maybe. And, uh... I'll go and alcohol from the Xenochronic AMM All Stars. This was when, uh, during the situation and trading files with some people in England. And finally, the, the heart stinking Lizaveta. So you got a tour to promote the record coming up? Yes. Yeah, we're doing Western markets. Okay. Really? My side? Okay. I 5 tour. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Do you have a stinking Lizavetta website? We got Bandcamp. We got. You don't got uh, it. I think the people own fucking video games owns that thing. You're one of the fucking clients or one of the, uh, the oars on the slave ship. <laughs> no, no. I think Bandcamp is the best uh, place on the web for uh, music people. I really do. A lot of those other things are jive and shit, but I think they're the most straight up with that thing. Do pay. They pay, man. You know, you get your little, like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they don't censor and they don't, yeah, they're they're fucking bitching. Uh, So, so people, go to stinkingelizaveta.bandcamp.com. You can get information there. Where's your tour schedule? Tour schedule is on our, uh, what do you call it? That's Instagram and Facebook. Instant ham and uh, fake look. All right. Look, when you get done with the record, are you already thinking of the next one? Oh, yeah, man. This record's already like... Yeah, in right. The, Old in time. The, like, <laughs> oh, you know? <laughs> well, when you get your next record, will you come on the show? We can play it and talk about it now that we got all that history shit out of the way? Let's do that. Because you said yeah. we got to bring shit into the 21st century. Let's do it, all right? When I get back from I'm tour in November... I'm making music for the year 2050, so, you know, hang on as long as you can. Okay, okay. But maybe you get on the show before that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for being on, all three of you. Alexi, Cheshire, Yanni, you bitching people. Keep on keeping on, please. People, it's been June 23, 2023 edition. Why Peter should give you power.